Weekly Sauce, episode 44. 43 in the books. We had uh, our guest today's teammate, uh, Jake Weineke on. Man, what a great conversation with that guy. Such a good guy. I had a, had a blast talking to him, right, Alex? Oh, amazing guy. I he loved is. it. He's honestly, and uh, just like last episode, this episode too is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub. Visit Mike's BBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Uh, best sauces in the world. Mustard truffle sauce. I can't stop ordering. It's unbelievable, and the feedback has been great from... Uh, uh, from Mike, actually, he says that a lot of people have been buying the mustard truffle sauce, so it's good. Keep that up. Support local business here in Montreal. Uh, we have a special guest today, as usual, on Weekly Sauce episode 44. We got Gino Lewis of the uh, Montreal Louettes. Uh, how's it going, buddy? I'm good. I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's our pleasure, man. What uh, you said, you're back home in Philadelphia, taking care of some family, right? Yeah, yeah. My brother just had his baby on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Um, and I'm down here and wanted to get, be able to get to see her and spend some time with my family while I was home. That's good. So when do you, what's the what's the process now? When are they going to start camp? Have they said anything? Uh, no. Nah, so right now we're kind of just just like waiting again. Uh, they're basically just telling us they could start in May. It might not start in May. Um, so I guess we just got to have to see how it goes. Um, I've been training. You know, especially really uh, pretty hard in March. I've uh, been getting really to it. Uh, just, 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 man, just staying ready. That's all we can do. That's the best thing we can do. That's all you can do right now, right? Have you been uh, watching any March Madness? Have uh, you been keeping up? Yeah, man, I, I watched a little bit of it. Um, I like, I like uh, Le Loyal Chicago, man. I think they got a chance. I like them from a couple years ago, too. So They're one of those schools that's like you're always – they're always there, and it's like you respect them. You want them to do well, right? So hopefully they do well too. Oral Roberts, the same thing, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they got them guys that go there for four years, man. That actually stay there for them four years, and you know they they they're able to sync with each other and get to know each other on a really really high level. So, um, I, and I think this year, just with Corona and everything going on, like this is a year that a cupcake team could actually really win it all. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's and it's it's fun to watch actually. So you mentioned four years. Uh, you're somebody that changed schools. You left Penn State and you went to Oklahoma uh, after a couple of years. What was what was the process yeah. there? What was the reason that you had decided to go to Oklahoma? Yeah, so um, yeah, I was at Penn State uh, for for three and a half. I graduated in three and a half years. Uh, got there in 2012. Ended up leaving in 2016. And uh, I, it was good. Uh, when I got there, when I first got there, Bill O'Brien, he was the head coach. Um, he had just been the coach. I was the last class to be recruited by Joe Pa. And then when we got there, we didn't have a coach. And then we got the sanctions. And then we ended up feeling like Bill O'Brien was our coach. Uh, he was there for two years, man. He was a good dude, you know, always kept it honest with us. And, uh, you know, he just – he kind of – he treated us like an NFL team. Like, that's just kind of was his process. He was just kind of preparing us, you know, for that next level. And then after two years, he went to the Houston Texans. Uh, Coach James Franklin ended up coming in after that. Um, had one of my best years uh, with him as in, in his first year head coaching. Uh, you know, and then some things kind of happened with my, you know, playing time uh, the next year. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just thought at the, at the time it was just best for, you know, me, myself, and, you know, to just move on and, um, you know, just it, to, to go to the next step for what I needed. And uh, Oklahoma – uh, came about. Um, I did some research, you know, that last year I was at P- Penn State about, you know, possibilities of where I could uh, go. And 
Um, I had to wait kind of because of the dead period, so I couldn't really talk to coaches. So I had my high school coach um, from football helping me and uh, ultimately ended up talking to a couple of the guys uh, on the team, on DMs, on Twitter. Um, talk, had talked to Baker for a little bit and uh, basically was telling me he was coming back and uh, Sherlin Shepard was leaving. And, uh, you know, the, the situation just was, was, was awesome. And, I mean, so, I mean, how much recruiting happens in the Twitter DMs? I mean, probably all of it right now, right? Nowadays. <laughs> yeah, so at that time, at that time, it, it actually did, it started to get crazy. So, like, I was kind of new to it. I was, I'm never, I was never really a big, you know, social media guy, like, even to today. Like, I just got my Instagram probably about seven months ago, like, just now. I'm just getting it now, you know what I mean? So, like, uh, <laughs> When I was when I, yeah, when I was getting my release though from Penn State, like that's when they start really coming in. And you start seeing the schools who's interested. And this is the year before uh, they made the, the portal. Uh, did you feel a difference in the level of competition between Big Ten and Big Twelve, or you know, just uh, just basically the schemes, the the level of you know players you play against? Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was a there was a big difference. Uh, when I was playing in the Big Ten, you know it's that's a lot of, you know, uh, we're running the ball, a lot of blocking downfield. You know, we're, we're going to run routes, but it wasn't really like a spread or like a raid offense type of thing. It was, you know, the corners were, you know, six foot, 200 pounds, like big guys, you know, six one, six two. And uh, when I got to the Big 12, it was the speed that was like completely different. Like it was the, the DBs down there, they were like five, nine, five, ten, like a hundred and. 70 pounds, 180 pounds, and I'm coming in there. I'm 6'2", 208. I'm, I'm big. I'm, I'm a big dude, and, I, and you know, I just, I, I was able to, uh, uh, you know, develop running routes when I was at Penn State and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it was the speed. The speed was, I seen a lot more speed like on the field at one time than I seen when I was playing in the Big Ten. And uh, yeah, the Big Ten is like it's kind of like that blue nose football, right? You put your head down, you run the ball. And yeah. Look, look at how many running backs come out of Ohio State, Penn State. I mean, you played with one of them, right? Saquon Barkley, right? So it's Saquon, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. talk about a guy like that whose legs are bigger than my head, probably. <laughs> yeah, man. Yep, yep. And I and I've known Saquon since high school because I played his high I played his high school three times when I was in high school in the playoffs, like a freshman when I was a senior. You know, and they had a lot of other good players that went, you know, to, to pretty good schools like before him. So, yeah, that was that was that was a cool idea. So, so, do you remember the record uh, against them? I I actually lost three times in a row. I lost <laughs> three times in a row. I played quarter at the time. Good games. The last my senior year, um, we ended up losing like it was probably like forty two to like. 35 something crazy like that it was a good game but um they 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 had they had they had a really good team man they had like an overall really good team you got you played quarterback in high school did you get recruited as a quarterback or is it, or did you go in as like an athlete receiver style yeah so basically when i was coming up um at first i was brought i was i was like developing to be a receiver like just a receiver little league and stuff like that and then i got to middle school and um, they kind of just seen like how athletic I was, and they also knew I could throw the ball, so they kind of started developing me as a quarterback. And um, George George Curry, uh, he's he's the uh, most winningest coach in high school football in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, God rest his soul. He he 
he was my coach my freshman year. But from when I was in seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade, like he did a lot for me. Uh, just just like the exposure he put out for me, taking me to Penn State my first time in, in seventh grade, and just just being able to see it at a young age and, and, and realize you know what it takes. And uh, yeah, I played I played um, my freshman year. I, I started at DB in high school. My sophomore year, I started at receiver. And that's when I had my really big year. I had 34 catches for 834 yards mm-hmm. and like, I think like 16 touchdowns. Um, and then my junior and senior year, I played quarterback. And the only th- I had, I had Georgia Tech come for me to play uh, quarterback a little bit. And I had Maryland too. They came, but the, Maryland kind of wanted me to do a lot of like just athlete stuff too. Who was it at the time? Was it Randy Etzel in Maryland at the time? Randy Etzel. Yep, it was Randy Etzel. Because Randy Essaw had recruited me first when he was at UConn. I met him at UConn because my one of my a good friend of mine played at UConn, and I met him. And he was he's a very uh, nice guy, but he's very intimidating. And he's like he commands respect. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I always had a lot of I always had a good time with Coach Essaw. He showed me like the Maryland jerseys before they came out, the new ones when they were merging with Under Armour and like they were about to go crazy. And like he showed them to me in the office and stuff like that. So man, he was a good dude, man. So we asked uh, Jake uh, Winicky who was his inspiration wide receiver while growing up, he, and he said Randy uh, Moss. He's a Minnesota kid, so he said Randy Moss. Yeah, he's like, yeah. guaranteed. Oh, boy, man, I love him. He's a great dude. He's a very and, nice guy, very nice guy, genuine. Exactly. Yes. Uh, we want to know who who's your uh, inspiration growing up. Okay, so my inspiration growing up, it wasn't a receiver. Uh, my inspiration growing up was Brian Westbrook, Philadelphia oh. Eagles, 36, running back. But um, he was my favorite player. Like, growing up, he was my favorite player. I loved everything. He, he did everything. Like, And I remember him coming. He went to the Matha High School in Maryland. Then he went to Villanova. And, you know, he was already in the Philly area. And then he went to the Eagles. And I just remember him, like, he just – like, when he first came in the league, he was doing punt returns, kick mm-hmm. returns. He was doing running Great back. He, they put him at – favor yeah. and then i used to just i used to every team like little league i, I used to get the 36 I used to get 36 <laughs> an then, awful number um, yeah it is it, it is but you, and you can make it look good the player makes the number right yeah. the player makes the number and then um you know as i start getting older i just i kind of start realizing that i could jump like i had like a really really like god-given ability of just jumping and timing and, and uh eye hand coordination and I was catching the ball was easy. I had big hands too. So it was just like, um, I started developing this love of just playing receiver. And one of the main dudes I, I really watched a lot coming up was Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. I used to love watching both of them when they were with the Cardinals. I was going to say, you, you remind me a lot um, of Anquan Bolden. Like just your size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always said, yeah, I always savior. said, like, I used to watch this game. I was like, if I could <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you like Brian Westbrook? I'm not a huge fan because he ruined my fantasy a year one year because he because <laughs> he took a knee at the one yard line. Ah. <laughs> and I'm a ca- and I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And I'm a Cowboys yeah. fan. Cowboys, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this part yeah. partially this is part of that. Alex is a Ravens fan. Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Yes, I was telling you, I was. Um, I was just saying the person I used to couldn't stand on the Cowboys was Miles Austin. Really? 
That's actually that's that's a weird. Uh, yeah. a re- I love Miles Austin. He was a guy. I, oh, he man. used to he used to kill us. Oh, he was so good. Remember that game against the Chiefs? Oh, oh man, but he Miles Austin was such a. If he oh, didn't have those back man. problems and his hamstring problems, oh man, he would have yeah. been really good. He was awesome. Undrafted. He ended up he, he ended up playing for the Eagles. Yeah, he did for a year. He went he bounced around a bit after the Cowboys, and it's too bad, man. I mean, he was very good. He yeah, was very he did. Good. Yeah. He was, so, so, sure. so, so how was it like going to the Bengals and Seahawks mini camp? Um, it was awesome, man. I uh, got to when I went to the Bengals. When I actually went went there with two of my uh, teammates that got drafted, uh, Joe Mixon and uh, Jordan Evans. So um, when I went there with them, it was pretty. It was it was pretty comfortable, man. It was good. Uh, um, Marvin Lewis was the head coach at the time still, and um, you know the, it, it was. It was just you know just going in there and just seeing how, to, how filling that out like going from college to the pros is is a different it's a difference and you start seeing the, the you know the cream of the crop and uh, yeah went there it, the, the, it's about two days it's the weekend um, I think I did well at the Bengals one did good I could have did a little better and then uh, after that I went to the one in Seattle the week after and that one um, I felt like I really really did well uh, um, I had a really good feeling about that. Um, didn't go really the way I, I planned, you know. Just kind of waited around a little bit, and then you know, just had to had to make a move. Did, did you get any reps from uh, from uh, Russell Wilson? No, nah, no. So at those rookie mini camps, it's all it's all rookies, all rookies, or like guys that've been in the league only for a year, maybe. Oh, yeah, rookie mini camps. Yeah, <laughs> confused yeah. with actual training. Imagine camps. Russell Wilson walks out, he just starts <laughs> slinging darts at the, at the rookie camp. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> Yeah, he 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 had came to, uh he came to the cafe and ate the food and stuff like that. Though. I saw I seen him in there. So you played uh you had the uh, honestly the, the pleasure of playing with uh, Baker Mayfield. Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Baker. I, I also hate on him a little bit. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so I like Baker because he doesn't give a shit, but I also can't stand Baker because he doesn't want to, he doesn't care, but then he wants you to care. But then he doesn't want you to care. Baker has a big chip on his shoulder. What was it like playing with a guy like that that just like always wanted to win, always needed to be the best? Um, it's not for everybody though. It's some some for some people to come off kind of arrogant. You know what I mean? For some people to be it might be too cocky, but like you have to understand, like to play this game, it's a certain way you gotta be. And uh just like the route that he had to take, like people don't understand like how hard that is, like to you know, go from high school and then have to walk on at Texas Tech, t- take the starting job. Then they still not give you a scholarship, then leave, go to Oklahoma, walk on at Oklahoma, take that take that person's spot who had just won the, the Sugar Bowl the year before against Alabama and then get a scholarship. Like that's, and then after that, win the Heisman, go to – like it's so, it's so much to it. First round pick overall, like – the odds of the odds of what he did from where he started at were, were like slim to none. Like you know what I mean. So like you have to you just you have to appreciate that greatness, man. You know when you see it, that's just kind of how I look at. It. I became a Baker fan when I saw, when he was on the sideline, kind of screaming at the Clemson bench, like, like "fuck you." Like, <laughs> he's he's yeah. grabbing his nuts. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. when I became a Baker fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's classic, man. He's he's awesome. He's he's good at he's good at uh, at kind of rallying himself up, and then everybody else feeds around that, and he's contagious. You know, the, the love for football that he has is really it, contagious. It, 
it really is, man. And, and like I'm telling you, man, like that those are the guys like you want to play with. Like they'll go to war. And um I went to his wedding a couple years ago, um, out in Calabasas. Um it was awesome, man, beautiful. Uh, you know, he's 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 really a good dude, man. He really does. He tries to do the best he can. And, you know, uh he just he's just a hell of a competitor, man. And that's that's what you want, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure Baker Mayfield outside outside of football, he's a he's a great guy. Outside of the media, and, probably that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, mostly, yeah, mostly it's the media. Um, he, he's, uh, he's he, maybe he comes off as a you know cocky person, but I'm pretty sure it's all a show, and he's actually a good person himself. Uh, he he made Cleveland he made Cleveland better. Uh, I remember Cleveland's. Back in the yep. early 2010s, they didn't have a quarterback. Uh, they went from Johnny Menzel. They went through mm-hmm. Jeff Garcia. Uh, well, what are you saying about and, Jeff Garcia? Mm-hmm. Jeff Garcia was good. <laughs> I, I swear, he was actually a good quarterback. <laughs> like People hate on Jeff Garcia, but he was a good quarterback. Jeff Garcia was. Well, Sorry, Gino? Jeff Garcia almost took the Eagles to the Super Exactly. Jeff Garcia almost took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Exactly, and that team was garbage. He did. Yeah, McNabb too. He went with McNabb went to the Super Bowl and choked. Um, I met McNabb right. at a bar in Arizona. I walked by him in the bathroom, and he's standing outside the bathroom. I'm like, I'm like Donovan McNabb. I'm a huge fan. I'm like, I'm 19 years old at the time, right? And uh, he's like, he's like, don't get the fuck away from me. Right, don't, right, don't touch me. I'm like. Is this guy serious or what? I just said, hey, I'm a huge fan. And he's like, get the fuck away from me. He had this guy. He was His back was against the wall. And he had this guy with his arms around him, like protecting him that nobody, so nobody touches him. And I was like, relax, man. And then the same night, I met Terrell Suggs and Amari Sotomayor. Great guys. <laughs> yeah, Terrell Suggs, bro. <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to know, who was, so, so, so since you played for Oklahoma and Penn State, who was the toughest DB you played against? The toughest DB I probably played against um, either Trey Waynes from Michigan State. Oh, that's a nice call. He played with the uh, Vikings, yeah. I believe, and then uh, Roby, Roby from Ohio State that played with the Broncos. I don't think I think he just left there though. I don't um, know. I don't know Roby, but Trey Waynes I know. Trey Waynes is a good cover corner. Yeah. Uh, those probably so yeah, those are probably the, the, the better guys I, I I played. Um and uh yeah, there was a there was yeah, there was a there was some other guys. I just think those were the those, they were the most consistent though. Those are the guys that stood out. So let's let's get let's get to the trivia, Gino. Let's see how good you are in your Oklahoma mm-hmm. Penn State uh knowledge. Okay. Um uh, I'm gonna ask you two Oklahoma questions, then I'll ask you two um Penn State questions. All right. So, right. yep. so Oklahoma, who has the record for passing yards in Sooners history? You don't have to tell me the number, just the name. Sam Bradford. See, that's a, that's a, that's a really good guess. It's wrong. It's a really good guess <sighs> because Sam Bradford was he? I don't think he was there for four years, and he only played. He only had. He only started for two years. He had like eight thousand yards. It's Landry Jones was like a five-year starter. He has Landry Jones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was either going to go say Landry Jones after that or uh, I think Josh White. I think that's what his name was. Josh White isn't in the top three. I think it goes Landry, Baker, and then Sam Bradford. Okay, Landry, yeah, because, yeah. okay, yeah. 
All right, second question. In 2016, you played for the Oklahoma Sooners. You were on, in this game, I checked. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker Mayfield threw for 545 yards. This is the second most in Sooners history in a single game. Who did you guys play against that day? Texas Tech. Yeah, it's Texas Tech. <laughs> what was it? What was, was it like? Was he was going just going nuts? That just... it was unbelievable. It was crazy. It was it was literally just touchdown at the touchdown at the touchdown. Like we would go to the sideline, like defense, just get one stop, and we go. <laughs> it's going to be. Easy. But like every time they score, we'd be like, "All right, we about to go score now." Like, and that yeah, that game was unbelievable. Like. Him and Mahomes going at it, and just like us, just keep going. Like that was the most fun. Like I never played in the game with that many points. We had so many yards. I, after that game, I'm like, yeah, he leaving for the NFL. Like it was, dude, it was stuff going on like that. I'm like, yeah, it, it's, it's this is unbelievable. But he stayed over the year, right? He and he ended up staying in 2017, right? Oh, I said that was the game. I knew that Joe Mixon was going to leave because oh, okay, he yeah. went crazy. I said, oh yeah, he's out of here, man. I seen some. I seen that he's did some unbelievable things that game that I like. You had to just be there in person to see it. I can imagine, man. I can imagine the Red River Battle too, right? Playing against Texas. I mean, Texas wasn't as competitive when you were there, but that's probably still intense, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. That that game is awesome too. Like, I played in some real, some really, really big games. Like, I played in some Ohio State, Penn State games that were real crazy. I played in, yeah, <laughs> that the Red River game and. The uh, the Red River game is, and the Texas Tech was probably the craziest. But the Red River game is just so crazy because they got the Texas Fair going on right outside the stadium, and it's played in the Cotton Bowl Stadium, which that's the only thing that is played there now. It's just that game. That's really crazy. So it's like Alex is moving to Austin, so he'll probably be a Longhorn fan. I don't know how you feel about that. Oh man, uh, that's that's the wrong place to be at, man. I heard I heard the city's booming though. Yeah, it's a big tech. Tech City, man. I, I'm, I'm more of a, of a Buckeyes fan anyway, so. Even worse. Uh, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, that hurts. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's worse. That's worse. I'm happy he yeah, told hey, you this I'm, after, so you, you came on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, at least I'm not a Michigan State fan, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio State is worse. Ohio State, Penn State is like the worst thing. Anything Ohio versus Pennsylvania is the worst. Pennsylvania, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Pennsylvania. Like you grow up, like oh, you can't like Ohio. The, only, the, the best thing to come out of Ohio is LeBron James. I love LeBron James. That's it. <laughs> As do we. All right, so let's let's segue into the Penn State trivia. Okay, you ready? Yep. This layer, this player led Penn State in receiving yards from 1988 to 1992. Who was it? 1988 to 1992. Yeah. Um. Coach Terry Smith. No, I'll give you a hint. He played for the Dolphins in the early nineties. Played for the Dolphins in the early nineties. So if you, I'm trying to, maybe you can picture the locker room if they have a picture of him up there. I remember having his his rookie card actually. Uh, you might have got me here, man. OJ McDuffie. OJ McDuffie. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. I definitely wouldn't even have guessed that. So I messed up. The, my last question is an Alouette's question, but it's mostly about Kahari Jones. It's just a question about Kahari Jones to see how well you know your coach. Okay. You ready? So Kahari Jones played for yep. five teams in the CFL. Name two of them. Yeah. Okay. Winnipeg. Yeah, that's one. 
up in BC. Did he play for BC? Yeah, he did play for BC. I think as a rookie, yeah, he got drafted by BC. Yeah. All right, can you name the other? Yeah, he got drafted by BC. Um, Calgary. We got Calgary. Yes. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. Saskatchewan? No. Ah, dang. He played for uh, the other two teams you're missing. He played for Hamilton for one season and uh, sandwiched by Edmonton. So, yeah, so he went Edmonton, Hamilton, Edmonton. So you were close. Surprised. You knew a lot more than I thought you would. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew the BC. I knew Winnipeg. All right, buddy. I appreciate you coming on, man. It was fantastic. To Alex, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so so you've been in Montreal for three years, um, and, yeah. and you've probably noticed there's so many great restaurants out there. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant yes. in Montreal, and have you tried poutine? I have tried poutine. I have, yep. Um, and actually, I heard the best poutine is at McGill Stadium. No, during the games. No, nah, no way. I don't know who told you that. <laughs> I just heard, I heard, I heard it's really good. I heard it's really good. Um, one of the, I'm just like, this is just one of my like late night foods, but I love Bustan. Oh, Bustan I think good. Bustan is so good. I love it. What part of, what part of the city do I you love, love in? It. Uh, well, I started living in, um, St. Leo last year I did, but before that I lived in Oshaliga. Okay. Um, so you're East. Yeah. And I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more easy. Okay, so there's no reason for you to go to, but, come, uh, to come downtown. I mean, especially late night food. There's probably not much in your area. Bustan is probably king in your area. <laughs> it is no, but there's another. There's actually another place. Oh, I gotta get the name. I gotta get the name, and I'm a, and I'm a, uh, I'm gonna text it to you guys. I gotta right, cool. get the name of it. Yeah, uh, send it out. Send it out. I'm curious. Yeah. We, we ask everybody the yeah. same question. I mean, jo uh, Jake said his wife is a foodie, so they went to like some Thai place that I never heard of. I'm gonna now Pamika. I'm gonna have to try it out. Pamika, yeah, uh -huh. I never try. I never heard of it, so we're gonna try it out. Um, who else? I mean, what else did we have? We had Enoch. He said he liked the uh, uh, Congolese the, restaurants. Yeah, I wrote it down. I forgot what it was called, but it said uh, le Trente le Trente oh, le Trente Yeah. So and uh, DJ, what did DJ say? I think DJ said Mapulier yeah, uh, is his favorite and, 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 and sushi. He likes the sushi on Notre Dame. So wh where's the... <laughs> sushi? Oh, yeah. I'm not a sushi. There is a sick sushi spot. I know the one he's talking about. Okane. It's freaking legit. And it's cheap. And there's never anybody there for some reason. It's unbelievable. Uh, we appreciate you coming on, Gino, man. Honestly, uh, you're a great guy. Very easy to talk to. Um, good luck in the season. Hopefully, it starts soon. <clears throat> Uh, good luck of the season and uh, good luck of the future. And if you ever, uh, we'd love to have you on again. We can talk to you forever. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I think this is awesome. This is great, man. And um, I wish nothing but the best for you guys. And definitely uh, get back on here soon, man. Cool. Perfect. I appreciate it, buddy. Have a good one. Peace. Good, good luck All on right. the season. Be good. Thanks. Appreciate it.